and welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast. I'm Danielle and I'm so glad you're here today. Today we are continuing a little mini series where I go through all four Walt Disney World theme parks and sort of give you my opinion on why you would want to visit that one. This came about when I was going on a short trip with friends that hadn't been in a while and we had to pick two parks. So I came up with a real quick scenario to kind of explain all four of them so my friends could pick what they wanted to visit. So today we're going to be talking Disney's Hollywood Studios. What are some of the heavy hitters in the park? Why might you want to go there? Why may it be a park that you would skip if you're on a short trip? So let's dive in. When you walk into Hollywood Studios, you are greeted with the beautiful Hollywood Boulevard. That's the total vibe here. You've got great movie franchises represented, great shows you can watch, awesome food, and a little something for everyone. But I will preface and say at this park, there are not a ton of attractions, but there are some great heavy hitters. Now, what that can mean is that sometimes you're going to be in line for a while for these heavy hitters because there just aren't that many of them. But there's definitely strategies you can utilize like Genie Plus, getting there early, or honestly, Hollywood Studios right now doesn't have a nighttime show. This is in August of 2022, so hopefully that will change. But a lot of times that means people hit it in the morning and they don't stick around till the evening. So if you are able to stay all day or be there until the park closes, that can also be to your benefit. Hey everyone, it's future Danielle. And what do you know? After I mentioned here that Hollywood Studios doesn't currently have a nighttime show going on, Disney released a little teaser about Fantasmic coming back. So look for that on your next trip. But let's dive into some things to do. Hollywood Boulevard, when you walk in, full of the great shopping, little shops, good thing to do in the heat of the day when it's super busy, come back and visit. The big main thing for a lot of people at Hollywood Studios is going to be Galaxy's Edge, which is the Star Wars themed land. It's the newest part of Hollywood Studios. You've got two great attractions there, Rise of the Resistance and Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. So if you have a Star Wars fan in your party, I feel like this is really a must do. Those rides are awesome. They can have ridiculous weights, but it's one of those things. Again, if you have a Star Wars super fan, that is probably going to be on their bucket list and a must do and you just get in there and put in the time. Another big land for some of our younger kiddos or young at heart is Toy Story Land. There are three awesome rides there. Um, Two of them really anyone can enjoy. There is a coaster, a little a kid family friendly coaster, Slinky Dog Dash. That's another big header attraction. Um, But those Those are great land, awesome theming there, your Toy Story music playing. So if you have a Toy Story fan, 
another great place to visit. Now, we can also go on down Sunset Boulevard, and that's where you get one of the big beacons of Hollywood Studios. That's your Tower of Terror, rock and roll roller coasters back there, and there's also a fun Lightning McQueen Cars show. So if you have a fan of cars, a lot of people don't even know that's back there. That's a great place to hop back and go. Um, You also have Echo Lake right in the middle of the park. The Frozen sing-along show, fantastic. There's a Beauty and the Beast show, Indiana Jones epic adventure, just to name a few. And you have a newer attraction right in the middle of the Chinese theater when you walk in straight in front of you at Hollywood Studios, and that's Mickey and Minnie's Runaway. Railway. This is a great ride for all ages and honestly one of my favorites. A few other honorable mentions. You got the Muppet Vision 3D ride, Star Tours ride, which is like a simulator, um, and there's a Disney Junior area where your younger kiddos can go watch a show, get pictures, um, and have meet and greets with some of their favorite Disney characters. Now, that being said, I think I've listed just about all the attractions. So while there's lots of fun to be had, you're just not getting a ton, a ton of attractions and places to kind of disperse people out. That's why the lines at this park can get a little long. Food-wise, there are some great sit-down options, in my opinion. There's a sci-fi dinner theater where you feel like you're in a drive-in movie. There's the 50 prime, 50s primetime diner um, where your good old cousin Mabel is taking your order and telling you to keep your elbows off the table. There's Hollywood Brown Derby. Soon in Toy Story Land, there's supposed to be a Woody's Barbecue restaurant that will be great. You've got your Starbucks location. You've got some quick service. There's Pizza Rizzo, which I don't recommend, but you can get some pizza. But in my opinion, there aren't a ton of amazing quick service options, but there are some large places that you can get food that will probably appease your whole family. You got ABC Commissary, Backlot Express, Baseline Tap House is one of my favorites. So none of these, in my opinion, are anything to write home about, but they are good options and they have a wide variety. Hollywood Studios, though, in my opinion, is not the park that I have to get to for the best food, but there's definitely places to satisfy your hunger while you're there. So, Episode's been a little short. I want to talk about a little bit of strategy for Hollywood Studios and who might want to go there, who might want to skip it. This park, to really utilize well, I'm going to encourage you to rope drop to get there as soon as it opens. Right now, if you're a resort guest at Walt Disney World, you can get there 30 minutes before the opening time, which just so you know, really means an hour before the opening time. So you make sure you're there right as the gates open. You can get to one of these big rides, which in this case are going to be things like Rise of the Resistance, Slinky Dog Dash, um, maybe Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, and knock those out. Also utilizing Genie Plus, is a big win there and something that can be really helpful at this park. As I mentioned before, end of the night, you can start to see rides line times getting a lot smaller as well. 
when this park is not the most fun, in my opinion, is right in the middle of the day. You're hot. You're tired if you've been there since rope drop. So this is where I would definitely recommend either taking a break, going back to your hotel and revisiting the park later in the evening, or making sure that you have a good sit-down dining reservation somewhere so you really can just chill out and relax and get back to it. This can be a park that if you're not hitting all the big ticket rides, um, you may not have to stay all day. And I also feel like it's a park that kind of caters to all age groups. So if you have young children, there are going to be some rides here that they just can't ride. They don't have the height requirement. Now you can do some rider swap with that, which I'll talk about in another episode, um, so that if mom wants to ride, dad can wait with kiddo and then they can swap and dad can have a turn to ride. But in my opinion, there aren't a ton of rides here that everyone in the family can do. So if you have a younger kiddo or just a shorter kiddo, there's not a ton here ride-wise. Now, great shows, great opportunities to meet those Disney Junior characters, Olaf is around, Mickey, you know, all of the favorites. But if your little ones are all about rides and they don't care as much about those main character spots like Disney Junior, Cars, Toy Story, this may not be the park for them. But if you want in on some of the newest Disney rides, if you're a Star Wars fan, if you like the thrill of things like Tower of Terror or Rock and Roller Coaster, then this is going to be a great park for you to visit. So I hope that was helpful to give you kind of a quick rundown of some things to do at Hollywood Studios. And if you're having to pick between the four Walt Disney World parks, hopefully this helps you make your decision. So thank you all so much for listening today. As a reminder, if you want to follow along with some of the magic, you can find me on Instagram at Mountains of Magic, over on Facebook at Fantastical Vacations by Danielle with one L, or you can check out the show notes if you ever want to email me with questions, or I would love to help you plan your next Walt Disney World vacation, Disney Cruise Line, Disneyland, even Universal at no cost to you. So feel free to shoot me an email. But thank you all so much for listening today and hope you have a magical day. Bye-bye. <laughs>